0: welcome back to another episode of project 35 the official podcast of 35 Denton your favorite music festival in the world which of course is happening uh, from March 11th to the 13th 2016 in beautiful downtown Denton Texas we are here today this is a, a the first of its kind podcast for project 35 we usually do musicians we've done we've done a photographer before uh, but today we have a uh, I guess you could call it a record label. We'll call it a media group. There's more than records involved. Uh, this is Goliad Media. I'm here with Darren Bradley, Chris Welch, Christy LaViolette, and Cody Jackson. Let's go around the table and say hi. And uh, first, let's talk about what you do with Goliad Media. And then we'll talk about what Goliad Media is. Darren, we'll start with you.
1: All right. Well, uh, I'm Darren Bradley, and I'm the creative director at Goliad so that means I wrangle um, everything on the books and publishing side of the company uh, and all the design. So all of our marketing, media um, advertising, you know, initiatives like that. Those kind of fall under my hat.
0: So uh, before we move forward, so that people understand what we're talking about, Goliath is a multimedia group. You do music, you do books, you do photography, you do art. What else do you do?
1: Well, we haven't really restricted ourselves to the scope of what we can do. So in our first year, we started out with... Uh, a a book, an album, and an artist in residence. Um, So the idea being to uh, represent more than one artistic face to the town and the community. I mean, you know, we are primarily known for our music, but there is a budding, you know, literary scene. And there's, of course, a huge art scene, but that doesn't always get as much play. And so uh, we wanted to kind of create a free-form business entity that could offer support to these people uh, while also trying to you know, get their work out there. And, and so while those are the first three formats we've started with, um, we're certainly not restricted to what we're looking into going forward. So if it's in media of some form, we're thinking about it.
0: Excellent. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, before we move forward to Chris Welch, the only reason we're here today at this podcast is because Goliad is uh, they're having a showcase at 35 this year. It's going to be on Friday, March 11th at Dan Silverleaf on Industrial Street in downtown Denton, Texas, starting around 5.30. There's going to be uh, all kinds of crazy shit going on. As, as you heard Darren talk about, it's a multimedia operation. Uh, so there's there's no way to even explain right now what you might be able to expect,
2: but it'll be a fun party. Chris, well true are you? <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I'm the executive <laughs> producer. I work on all the music projects. Um, look, going and watching bands, trying to sign artists, trying to get them distribution. Uh, can I get them radio play, anything I can do? Just working on the, the music part. Booking the showcase. So, but how did you get into the music part? I just, I'm playing in bands for a million years, you know. <clears> uh, and the big things is you look around and you see a lot of people putting out albums and uh, local bands putting out albums and it just kind of goes nowhere. They put it out and it just kind of, they play a show and then they never do anything with it. And what we're trying to do is trying to take them further, try to help them, yeah. get the music out to the worst of the world. So and
0: and you, uh, you, you're good at this because you've been on labels before. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so uh, I'm assuming you're taking the
2: sort of like this is what they didn't fucking do. Exactly. So this is what we're gonna. Yeah. Fucking I mean, do. I you know we got a raw deal, like I guess a lot of people do and those kind of things. So uh, we're trying to go the opposite direction of that, you know. Excellent,
0: Christine. Yeah. Tell us about Christine.
3: Well, I'm amazing. She is amazing.
0: And by the way, Christy LeViolet, one of the most bold, brash human beings I've ever met, and I find it uh, exceptionally charming that now that you're in front of a microphone, you're kind of sitting back in your chair and whispering things like, well, I'm Christy.
3: <laughs> so if
0: you would relax a little bit and uh, speak up and uh, tell people about how you're involved in Goliad.
3: Um, I don't know. Darren just like called me up and asked me to be a part of it, and I... Hate the fuck out of him, so I said
0: yes. Yeah, yeah. You knew that the best thing to do to your mortal enemy Darren Bradley was to
3: sabotage, participate. <laughs> Everything.
0: Um, what do you what 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 do you do? You're a you're a photographer.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You're an amazing photographer. Thank you, I appreciate. Um, that. you your first uh, Goliath experience. You and uh, Darren's wife Rima went out to Marfa, right? And you took some shots.
3: We didn't shoot in Marfa, actually. That's just where we stayed. We went all around. The little towns in West Texas. And yeah. Checked them out and.
0: What what were you going for there? Um,
3: we went. The main place I wanted to go to was Shafter, Texas, mm-hmm. which was the uh, biggest and oldest silver mining town in Texas. Yeah. And um, basically now it's just like a rundown, RV slash. I don't know. It's just like rubble, but people live in these little tiny. And there's no cell service. There's no television. Like there's nothing. Like. It's, I don't know, it's crazy, but it's beautiful. I've, Outsider shit. I would love to live there. Right. It would be amazing.
0: Do you have a broken down trailer?
3: No, but I think I could just move into one down there. <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> there are vacancies. In Chaffer, Texas, yes. there are vacancies. I think there is. I think there's a few. There's one out
4: there already and broken down.
3: <laughs> you just move right <laughs> in. Nobody's
4: guarding it. It's cool. right. called turnkey. Yeah. Turn.
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll get back to your art here in a second. Let's finish the introductions with uh, my dear brother, Cody Jackson. Who will be playing a song for you later in the podcast. Our first live performance on Project 35 will be my bro Cody Jackson. Cody, how are you involved in Goliad?
4: Uh, I was finishing a record last spring and Darren and Chris Welch approached me about being on the Goliad label. Mm -hmm. They plied me full of alcohol. (laughs) And I woke up the next day and I had signed some kind of fucking contract and I think I'm stuck now.
0: That's how you bought your Lamborghini, right? (laughs)
4: <laughs> uh, I never had a Lamborghini They took it back
1: oh. And we are missing one Goliator tonight
0: Who are we missing, Dan? Harlan
1: Anderson, uh, our first author uh, Is off on a whirlwind adventure with Dan Out to uh, Marathon
0: With Dan Mojica right. The Dan and Dan Silverleaf The man that uh, is the godfather of Denton Music so the, the, the best friend everybody's ever met Dan Mojica and Harlan Anderson... Yeah, he
1: put Harlan in his van, and they left at 4.45 this morning. <laughs> and broke down
0: immediately and in Weatherford. I, really <laughs> oh I got
4: the text at 6.30. Oh, okay, You got an extra okay. van? Yeah. yeah. No.
0: Uh, it's it's okay. my understanding that they rented a U-Haul, and they're probably in their, in Marathon, Texas right yeah. now. So oh. rather
1: than being here with us, Harlan is in a U-Haul, probably more like Abilene, let's be real. Yeah, that's uh, true. You know, and about to go to Denny's. Uh, so we're um, missing
0: him this evening. But. And... Uh, I promise we'll never speak of this again. But loitering in the corners of the room is the great Mike Manning, who uh, <laughs> is one of the uh, how How would you? Because I'm not going to ask Mike to say because I don't, He's over in the corner. Mm-hmm. What? What? Who? Let's Let's start here. Who else is involved in Goliad, and how did it get started? How's that for a question?
1: Well, who's
0: involved uh, and how did it start?
1: So, in an official capacity, there are 3.5 of us involved me and Chris, and uh, our partner, uh, Julie Manning. Uh, so we're a three-way triumvirate. And she's the company's CFO, so she's in charge of our operations. And the point .5, of course, would be point Chris Welch's is, um, yeah, yeah, uh, beard. Third through fifth uh, I was going to say dick, um, <laughs> but I,
0: I thought I would keep it family friendly. The point .5 is, is
1: Mike, who is, um, if you know anything about business, he's our uh, legal agent. So uh-huh. uh, I won't bore you with what that means, but... But unofficially, there, there are many more involved. So, of course, there's our first three, um, you know, uh, people, our talent. Um, that's Cody, that's Harlem. that's Christy. Uh, and then there's a, 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 a number of people who are involved or will be involved, even if they don't know it yet, tangentially, with, I mean, uh, you're involved right now. You know, I mean, we're having a conversation, we're mm-hmm. talking about it. There are a number of other artists, designers, uh, people in town that, Uh, We we keep most of our projects pretty close to the vest. We're pretty tight-lipped about what's going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there's at least a dozen associated people out there that are all kind of somehow.
0: You've got a forward-thinking, scalable plan, it sounds like. As the operation gets bigger, you bring more people in that you trust and know.
2: Um,
1: So your second question Yeah. how how did it get started? Yeah, uh,
0: what's that beer-soaked fucking conversation? uh, (laughs) (laughs) Now, you know, and for people who don't know, again, like, uh, you know, uh Darren Bradley is a published author on Random House and Resurrection House. Uh, he only puts books out for people that have house in their name.
3: And <laughs> Chris Welch, again, has
0: been playing uh, in bands for as long as I've known him, which is almost 15 15 years, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, Christy has been involved in the Denton scene. Uh, and I, I say that from meeting you at the Corkscrew. That's very true. Where... Uh, Early aughts, didn't musicians, bought all their booze. Make sure nature. we all bought beer yeah. from her at some point. Yeah, like yeah. absolutely. And, uh, and uh, Cody Jackson, will I move to this town with you? Conflict Adventurist for this podcast? Maybe. <laughs> Nonetheless, I love you and I'm glad you're here. I don't remember where I was going, but it has something to do with the fact that everybody's been uh, doing their own projects and involved in the town and we were discussing right. how it started, how this group of weirdos met. Go ahead.
1: Well, and Chris jump in at any time, but um, that was actually a conversation during football season of the year before last um, over at the lab. Uh, It was between me and Chris, and um, we just sat down and had been sort of shooting the shit and talking about, uh, like you do, the nature of art in the town, changing face of the town, and, you know, what's going on. That's everybody's favorite thing to complain about, even though (laughs) half the complaints are not valid. But, you know, we were a part of those, um, uh, largely at, you know, drunken events or in Harlan's backyard or something like that. Yeah, And we both just kind of got to thinking separately about there well, was there anything we could do about it because we had you know both been involved with The Porch, which, you know, if uh, if you haven't heard of Porch, it's probably past your bedtime to be up listening to this. But, right. uh, you know, an old operation way back when, you know, um, gosh, 2003, 2004. Yeah. And, um, you know, everybody kind of got busy and got jobs. The
0: Porch was, for our listeners, uh, a, a, a Tuesday night hangout where musicians and authors would come together, writers, readers... Musicians, singers, and players would come together uh, for about <clears throat> three hours on a Tuesday night at Dance Overleaf and you get really drunk. Uh, get really drunk and do their thing, which was the
1: performance wing of Arland Ashley's print magazine, The Porch. Right, which was full of short fiction, poetry, nonfiction, things like
0: that. So it was at once the Porches <laughs> at once a former literary journal yeah. and a former space to gather to right. do your art
1: yeah and it was a you know for it, even though it wasn't um the, at least the print magazine wasn't around terribly long you know three issues which was a you know a nice accomplishment but it had a really sort of reverberating effect on a lot of older timers around here like most of us um you know, you know somebody if you're listening to this who was involved with the porch in some way right um, so anyway you know we were we were watching a game up at, uh, at the lab and um, got to talking about it and um, I had been sort of thinking about how to get involved with my own publishing operation. You know, I, had, at the time, was working uh, full-time house for, uh, full for uh, a publisher friend of mine, and I had served on the board of a number of different journals, and so I knew a lot about publishing, the kind of publishing, and wanted to kind of throw my hat in the ring. I had a very specific vision of the kind of books that I wanted to do, um, and I didn't think it was enough to just do um, a, a publishing house, because I didn't think that that spoke to Chris's concerns about music and stuff. And So I right. just sort of asked him, like, well... You want to do this really stupid idea? And he, uh, you know, we both kind of got really excited about it and then looked at each other and said, well, let's not talk about how we're going to pay for it. So <laughs> well, well, no, no.
0: We didn't think yes. about that for a long time. We're not going to worry about that. We don't need a plan. We no need either. an idea.
1: But that's really how it got started. We, uh, you know, everything everything was congesting in town. Everything was sort of homogenizing. And, you know, uh, part of it was that, you know, we're aging and we're kind of not as in the scene as we used to be. And that's normal. But we wanted to sort of reverse that. And so we had this vision of this really sort of airy, spacey, empty art aesthetic, which all three of our first artists reflect pretty accurately. So Mm -hmm. we were talking about slowing things down, opening them up, remembering what it is that you're in the town for, and then we kind of got to do, well, how can we help these people get a little bit of money rather than just, you know, putting everything out on a shoestring budget, and, you know, like with with our artists and residents, we want to make art affordable to people who can't always afford it, so, you know, we we try to make sure that Christie is supported before anything like that goes on.
0: So with money, with money, um, so... You're selling things at a reasonable price that are usually unattainable, yeah. and also in that model, play, paying your artists. Yeah, yeah. this is the paid, idea, right? She gets
1: paid first, right? Uh, and then after that, we we'll, we we will sell things at an affordable price. And of course, the originals are still hers, and you know you can buy them for the amount that they're worth, which is a fair price. But you know it's not always attainable for everyone. It's, right. Uh, we want everybody to have her photos on on their walls. And You're so, putting the good shit into yeah. the hands of so the people. We give her a royalty rate, and we try to earn back the cost. And it's really about getting money in their hands, not ours. So How many
0: trunk meetings did that take?
1: to like uh, out? About a year and a half. Yeah, we talked yeah. a long time. Yeah. Yeah. We used to have our secret time. meetings at the lab until everybody kept showing up, and we had to go somewhere else and hide. <laughs> it was the only
2: bar you could yeah. go smoke in. So.
1: Yeah, that was it.
0: <laughs> uh, rest in peace, smoking in public. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Chris... What do you want to? I mean, what? What's your long-term vision for music? What kind of roster do you want to build here?
2: I just want to build, you know, diverse, man. I, I don't, I don't want it to be stuck to like one genre. Right. You know, I definitely don't want it to be like a folk label thing, you know. I just want good music, man. I don't want to get it out to the people. I like, get it to the world, man. You know, get distribution, get it out to the different stores. Mm-hmm. People find it, man, because a lot of people put out stuff in this town. and The only place you can get it is at Mad World Recycled. Yeah. You know, and that's it. Yeah. And there's been a bunch of really great albums that have never made it past Recycled and Mad World. And okay, well, so step one is putting it into Recycled Mad World. What's step two? Getting the you know, uh, the distribution. You know, that's our next level. That's something we're working on. Yeah. We you know,
1: of course, yeah, we've already taken care of all the electronic rights. So that's already you know, everything goes immediately into MP3s on iTunes, all that sort of stuff. And yeah. We have different, depending on the project, different different yeah. avenues for
2: physical distribution. Sure. Hey, a lot of people don't have their own website where you can buy stuff off of. We got a store where you can buy it right off our website. So
0: Is that something that, uh, is that another thing? How much uh, is there any talk in Goliath about artist development? Like, so if you find, you know, you find some kid that just moved to town, he's a freshman at UNT, he's 19 years old, she's 19 years old, and she's got five songs, and you accidentally heard her playing one night yeah. at Rusty Taco. Yeah. yeah god forbid yeah <laughs> uh if you find an artist that you love have you guys considered the thing where uh well you know just artist exactly. development where it's yeah, like definitely let's get you a website right. let's that's, get you into that's the part studio of it. That's, that's a
2: huge part of it. that's something that we want to do yeah help people that are first starting out you know and you know like, we didn't have all the help you know, like that when we first started out playing bands you know right you right play at jj's basement as much as you could you know and Hope you can get some more gigs. Bro. I get some fucking free pizza. Free pizza. Get some slits. <laughs> some slits and yeah. free pizza. We're trying to, you know, go past that. And try to help people get further than that, quicker. You know, right. that's part of me going out to shows and trying to, you know, see young artists and stuff. So. Yeah,
1: we have before. I mean, our operating idea. We don't really have a lot of complicated rules to the business, but the, the most important one is that everyone has to unanimously love the project what's going yeah. on. and we have called Chris out of bed uh, before yeah. <laughs> being at the bar, and we want him up there to hear something. And uh, you know, have to him to come out and listen to him. It, it has happened more than once.
0: Yeah. And so. then when you wake him up and he's grumpy, he wrestles you to the ground. <laughs> yeah. Is that the, yeah, we just yeah, it's a dangerous. We man. just stayed in full body yeah, traction about for it. about two weeks. After. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the only guest I've ever had on Project Thirty Five that has actually broken one of my ribs. True, it's true. <laughs> I don't I don't want to derail the conversation, but. Long story short is the man across the table from me that I'm Let's staring at hug. right now, he gave me a big, <laughs> big, big, friendly hug, and he picked me up. I'm 6'3", you're 6'4"? Right there. Yeah, whatever. Something like that. Uh, you probably got... Two of you? Two of me. Yeah. And uh, he picked me up off the ground, hugged me... Literally in the doorway of rubber gloves on Thanksgiving night, and we both heard my rib crack out loud, looked at each other in the eyes, while he's holding me in his arms.
4: It was a very intimate moment. I "I don't think this is going to be good. That was the night that the big old bastards formed. Really? Yeah, we were talking about we should start a wrestling team, and they were like, I mean, fuck that, let's start a band.
0: For those of you that weren't around... For six months, in 2009, you hear the worst band ever created, these two assholes started a band to make fun of me and two of my friends, and met with great success. Christy, um, how do, as a photographer, how do you play into this? So I get how we sell books, I get how we sell music, and I can do a reading, or you can play a show. How does it work with a photographer? How do you uh, why why did you agree to get involved with this uh, <laughs> bullshit? Chris Welch break your rib bullshit.
3: I don't. I'm just afraid of Darren. I mean, he scares the shit out of I mean, me. I'm afraid I'm of Welch. I'm I'm afraid of the him?
0: little guy. Darren is is very friendly. Uh, a little intense, but friendly. But seriously, how did where where what did you what was the benefit of you joining this organization?
3: Um, I don't really know that there was a benefit out of it. But I was just trying to be nice. I mean, I mean what? I mean,
0: I love this. We're now off like the company line. We're off the company line, and now she's she's beyond. She's like, I don't know. I feel like there's some shit in it for me. Uh I don't have to run the business. I just get paid. Yeah,
1: there was (laughs) which is fair. Who believed in my art?
3: I mean, you know, whatever. Say anything.
0: Yeah, No, but it's fair. It's fucking fair for an artist to be like, I don't know. They said they put my shit out. I want to get paid.
3: Asked to be on it like the day that it was starting. So. <laughs> it wasn't like it, I mean, I mean, it's. I'm really excited about it. I was really, really happy to do it, and I, I got to go to places that I'd never been before, and mm-hmm. you know, like go, dance. Well, no, I've been there before. I've oh, wow. been there many times. <laughs> right, I
0: mean, our, our, so as a photographer, you're. I mean, I'm either I'm either putting your picture on my wall or I'm taking several of your pictures and putting them on my coffee table. What's the idea here? Like, where where are we going to be able to see? uh the 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 end result of the work here you know
3: like the stuff that i took for them Uh uh-huh well i mean from what i'm to understand they're like making copies of stuff to where it's affordable for people like i mean like prints yeah Yeah, you can have a print instead of paying like a couple hundred dollars for a print you can pay like 10 or 15 dollars you know for a smaller print so if you really really enjoy the picture you can have it on your wall and not have to pay a shitload of money for it which is Fantastic!
0: That's a great idea. And we're working on an art show she too. Show, for, her, so yeah. Oh, well. What
2: she
1: keeps not saying, is that? Christine. Right, right, right. Well, just... This
0: is so hilarious to me. You are seriously the most, and I say this with love, one of the most obnoxious people I've ever fucking met uh, in my life. Uh, I say that with love, and it's always a pleasure to see you. Right. And, well, you're, you're like this, like,
3: being that. It's really like, shy not, right no, now? it's not that. It's like I just don't have all. It's like yeah, we're having a show in April. Well, it's like then your next question is when in April, and I'm like I don't know. Really? Like I don't know that yet. So I I'm mean, sorry. It.
0: The next question was where is
3: the show? <laughs> I'm assuming <laughs> dance, which exactly. is like the only gallery in Denton. And uh,
0: it, it, what you just said. <laughs> We just lost two listeners that are gallery owners, Was like, they don't even, they don't even know it. about our gallery. I they think they
3: they've already closed. It's okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. Didn't. Yeah, I think it's fine.
0: Didn't <laughs> not great at supporting galleries. Well, didn't not great at opening galleries. That's yeah. very true. Uh, well, that's unusual.
1: It's tough. That's a tough business. It is a really I tough mean, business. you know, working on commission and, you know, moving yeah. inventory. To, I mean, it's no, it, it take any one of these things. They're all hard. Music, so acting, books,
0: whatever. Basically, the, the gallery business model is like, we're going to open the door. You feel free at some point, if you think about it, on a Tuesday, to come yeah. walk around yeah. for about six minutes, and be sure to, be to not a, buy anything. You
1: have to get a sort of critical mass, like a Santa Fe or something, where enough yeah. people are accidentally going that they're just going to kind of come in and drop mm-hmm. a thousand bucks. You know.
0: Okay. Well, to this point, then, so um, you're gonna have you're gonna have a show for Christie. I'm yes. looking at Chris and Darren here. So, yeah. how are you going to sell Christie's art? And this this applies to. The person that's listening to this right now that you haven't even signed yet, mm-hmm. they want to know, like, okay, so if galleries are hard to do in Denton, Texas, and it's hard to sell art, and sometimes even at a reasonable price, it's hard to sell art, what are you guys going to do with your big ideas to make sure that people like Christy, that it's worth her effort and time?
1: Well, first, let's... I don't want to speak too ill of galleries. I like them, and I wish we had more. I do Oh, yeah, no, no, everybody loves loves it. I'm I'm not not trying to be anti-gallery. Yeah, yeah,
3: no, I'm not bad the galleries. No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Okay, now that we've all apologized to the gallery (laughs) uh, (laughs) Fuck galleries. Both of them.
1: (laughs) We we want Christy and the artists who follow her to take advantage of both. All right, so we're sort of a jump start, which is that, you know, to be honest, most of your friends at most of the happy hours around town, can't pay you what your art is worth, and you deserve right. what your art is worth. And so what we're trying to do is, you know, give these artists enough money to pay their rent a little bit, you know, or fund a trip, you know, do whatever it is they need to do. Um, get the word out. Let people see their show. The originals are still theirs. We're just licensing these photos. We're not buying them. <coughs> uh, get some some cheap inventory out there so that people can actually have art on their walls. Uh, and then after their initial opening, so her show will be at Dan's. It'll be a little pop-up gallery, and there'll be a, lots of other fun media really stuff. Of, of course, There's of course. Out. There'll be all kinds of shenanigans. it will be a whole day-long event. And you're probably featuring some other artists as well. Once that's finished, one of the things we're helping her do is find other galleries where she can send the master things to. So there it's a, it is. It's a hybrid between two things where we're trying to put a little money in her pocket, get some art people's hands, and then kind of kick her in the ass and be like, now go forth and, and tour with these photographs and sell them for what they're worth. And, right. You know, take us out for dinner or something when you sell them. All. <laughs> you know. I download
4: so. all my art from Napster.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I saw that on your MySpace.
3: Well, once my husband wins his second Grammy, I'll take you guys all That's out. That's true. Yeah,
2: we'll hold you to that. Yeah.
0: Christy, uh, <laughs> legitimately fucking a Grammy winner.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, Jackson, what's your thing? What's your problem, man? What What do what you? you know we were, what do you do? Jackson's holding the guitar right now. We're about to hear a song from Cody Jackson. How'd you get wrapped into this shit?
4: Uh hanging out with Welch a lot and
0: him you and- guys you guys were in bands together we're in mm. bands together. Now look, uh, for everybody listening that would enjoy an opportunity to work with these some of the smartest people I have ever met and Cody uh, <laughs> 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 um, uh, this is an intimate circle that we have here. We're all friends and stuff, uh, but that's just the nature of Denton, Texas. That's not um, true. But I also know that it doesn't count. You don't, you don't have to be a friend of Chris. Cody and Chris have been in bands. I feel like I'm not doing my job if I don't say that Cody and Chris haven't been in bands. Me and Cody are in bands together and stuff. But the future of Goliad Media is not, uh, hey, you have to be in a band with Chris Welch. Yeah.
1: It doesn't even necessarily always help. I mean, we right. We're not going to tell you publicly how we vote internally on a project.
2: So. Well, no, no. Yeah. Don't show them how the sausage is made. Exactly. Just give them the sausage. And the goal is also to at some point get outside of Benton yeah. and... Get artists from other places, too. Okay,
0: let's... I'm going to write that down outside. You are listening to Project 35, <laughs> where the host is narrating... narrating? Narr, uh, explaining how he's...
4: I actually couldn't write it down. Cody, how'd you get involved in this? Uh, hanging out with Welch a lot, and this is how close to the vest him and Darren played the whole deal, is I'm just playing my new record for Welch when we're hanging out on Tuesdays, and... He sits me down one day, it's like, this is a serious talk, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, God. and it was like, this sounds it. awful, <laughs> Chris, we need, yeah. like, hey, bro, we need to talk, we, we need to God. talk, what the f- Damn, I should probably leave, I but let me it. hear what you got to say, and <laughs> oh, he's like, this record you're about to put out, I think we should put it out with Goliad, and I'm like, what the fuck's Goliad? Beats. I think it's
0: so funny that you think your Chris Welch voice sounds different than your own voice. <laughs> I think it's adorable. That was my own voice. Yeah, I can't even. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like I just need to interrupt you every ten seconds. Go ahead, Cody. Okay. So Chris was like, "Hey, I'm gonna put your record on. Go <laughs> ahead."
4: Yeah, and so I was like, "What's that?" He sat down and talked to me about it, and I'm just about to finish a record and. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I'm an idiot.
0: I would assume that your first reaction was like, well, fuck yeah. I'm sorry. Did you say you want to put my record out?
4: Yeah. Fuck but, yeah. Because
0: you have tried.
4: We. You have. Well, then he said, He said, well, it's not for sure yet because the mysterious board of directors, we have to vote on it. And I was like, <laughs> the motherfucking Illuminati. <laughs> and apparently the <sighs> Illuminati voted and I was voted in as the, the first musical artist on Goliad. And. Finished the, the record, and they helped me put it out. And... Now, I've, make... I've been on the radio in Oklahoma. Wow! Yeah. Big time.
1: Um,
4: Oklahoma. Which part of Oklahoma, though? doesn't it matter. It, it was statewide. It was the big tower in the middle. Yeah, right. Was,
0: <laughs> you know, that one station. The one radio in Oklahoma.
4: station. Um,
0: now, you, I know uh, you well enough to know that you've been involved in labels before. Um, you were involved in a small imprint called TXMF. What were the benefits of you joining Goliad versus you're a real DIY kind of guy? Everything you've ever done in your life, you've done it your fucking self. It's one of the reasons that I love you, Jackson. Oh, thank you. But, um, what thank I mean? what were the benefits that you saw for joining Goliad? Because were... you know what? You know what? This is fair. I'm sitting here with friends and, and, and uh, everybody's got the friend that's like, hey, man gotta tell you i'm starting a record label <laughs> hey i've he got this big like idea right. about an app or a website <laughs> oh i'm gonna put out this zine what was it the, for you that uh looking into chris
4: welch's cold dead eyes where you were like uh oh this is the gig for me number one i was worried what would happen if i said no you <laughs> a rib broken yeah like an Ex-football player from UNT. <laughs> oh, mean Green.
0: By the way, this Cody Jackson uh, you know, theater of the mind here. Cody Jackson is six fucking four with a seven inch beard and you <laughs> weigh two ninety, three ten. Shit, I, I want two
2: sixty. Two
0: sixty, my bad. My bad. Man, I'm not even lying. I'm just saying, let that description of Jackson. Uh, inform your we all talk about
3: sort I of weigh? mental yeah, picture we to talk of about how much I weigh now. How? So my turn. Oh, gee, it
4: Chrissy was... LaViolet <laughs> weighs one hundred and twenty pounds, <laughs> and she's right. a, she's, she's a, in a delight. Like third grade.
0: <laughs> anyway, look, man. What? So, I get that's cute that you were scared of Welch and stuff, because. But why? Why did you? Why is this
4: the place for your music? Um. Cause they sat down and they outlined their whole plan and their idea and their artistic vision and mm-hmm. for the first time in a really long time it wasn't a couple of drunk guys talking to me about how shit's gonna be awesome. There it is. We'll there was drunk, tangible uh thoughts behind it. And uh yeah, some actual real support and uh in many different ways. hmm Ways, it's a great word. Um yeah, and it's, see, it, for me, it boiled down to release my second record like I did my first record on a Wednesday night at dance, or yeah. got these three or four people that are going to be behind me and go to bat for me and help me get it out there and do stuff, and it felt like the exact right thing to do. Excellent. You're happy to be a part of it? Very happy to be a part
0: of it. Well, we're sitting here talking to uh, Cody and Christy and Chris and Darren from Goliad Media. Uh, Mike. Mike. Loitering in the corner, also (laughs) associated with Goliad Media. Don't forget that uh, 35 is happening... 35 Denton, it's a music festival. It's your favorite music festival. It's happening from March 11th to the 13th. Goliad is having their showcase Friday, March 11th at Dan's at 5.30. Your lineup for the night is our friend here on the podcast, Chris Welch. Our friend here, Cody Jackson. Uh, Good Time Scott Danbaum is playing... A debuting, solo
2: set. he be debuting his new music.
0: That's insane. Yeah, I know. The, I'll say this with pride, the worst bartender in Denton, Texas. <laughs> my <laughs> line! That's my line! <laughs> but the sweetest, sharpest, most fun-to-be-around guy mm-hmm. who is also the talented uh, keys player from bands that you might know called Centromatic in South Jesus. San Gabriel. And he plays with Sarah Jaffe. And he's played with Robert Gomez. And he's played with fucking drive everybody.
2: Tri- tri- drive by Truckers. Drive by
0: Truckers. Scott, So you He's you're, also you're, played
3: with Vic Chestnut. Vic Chestnut.
0: Vic Chestnut. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Scott Danbaum. It's, it's an amazing thing that Scott Danbaum is doing a set under the name Scott Danbaum. You don't want to miss that. Also, we've got, speaking of Central in South Sam Gabriel, we've got uh, Will Johnson is playing at your showcase. Mm-hmm. In addition to RTB2 and a young, sexy man who you might have heard on this podcast before named Daniel Markham. That, of course, will be again Friday, March 11th at Dan's 530. So now we're going to listen to a Will Johnson track. You're listening to Project 35. We'll be back in a minute.
5: Little Raider, I caught you in your shadow at the time When all the reds and the oranges and the yellows in your sky Were fighting with the evil and intentions of a bad moon that you got yourself free for the night All them boys and your teachers used to bring it up at times You've got the smile of a princess with an alien unsettled Mind. You're walking through your neighborhood and clinging to beliefs I would never buy. You're laughing that transparent laugh of one with a real broke ass heart. Little raider I caught you in your shadow at the time When all the taverns were clearing out and you you thought you were being so sly You were wrestling your soul in the of your bad moon on the rise. You were thinking that you had cut yourself free for the night. Yeah, you were thinking that you cut yourself free for the night.
0: That was a song by the great Will Johnson of Centromatic fame, uh, South San Gabriel, uh, Will Johnson. Johnson Sola, yeah, Will Johnson. That was Will Johnson. <laughs> it was a whole bunch of words um, you didn't have to say. So. <laughs> Will Johnson, of course, working now with Goliad. How'd you guys work that out, Chris?
2: <laughs> uh, he's just been one of my favorite artists forever, man. I, you know, first started coming around the stand and listening to music, and Centromatic was one of the first ones that blew my mind. and. South and like Gable too, so just uh we when this whole thing started coming around doing the showcase, I wanna have him there. Yeah. Love his music. Love his songs. And he was down. He's down, yeah. He's down. So yeah, you're listening to Project Thirty Five,
0: the official thirty five uh podcast. But we do it once every eh, two or three weeks. Um 35, of course, is going on from uh, March 11th to 13th in beautiful downtown Denton, Texas. The Goliad Showcase, we're talking to the fine folks of Goliad tonight, uh, is having Friday, March 11th at Dan Silverleaf on Industrial Street in downtown Denton, Texas at eh, circa 530. Get there at 5 if you want to have a really good time. Um, Pan Actor, the great Pan Actor, will be printing one night only Goliad shirts that night in the parking lot. Uh, you love those guys. I see you walking around town. All you wear is Denton t-shirts. Here's another opportunity to have a Denton t-shirt. Uh, that night, Chris Welch will be playing with his new band. His new band. You might know him from Pine Box Serenade uh, and The Big Old Bastards and Old Warhorse. But Chris has a new soul band full of hot shit players that we be playing that night. Cody Jackson will be playing tracks off of his new record, Minding Days, that night. We're going to talk about Minding Days here in a minute. We'll also have the great Scott Danbaum, Will Johnson, of course, R2B2, and the sexy, sexy Daniel Markham. Is he really that sexy? He's very sexy. I think he's an incredibly sexy man. His attitude. I'm pretty pretty
4: sexy. That
0: you are sexy, Cody. You're all sexy. sexy individuals. But do not let your sexiness take away from Daniel Markham's sexiness. I'm
1: pretty sure he's the standard unit of measurement for sexy. There's, it's there's true. There's one Markham, plus or minus. <laughs> I exactly.
4: <laughs> so I'm like negative two Markhams, right? Yeah,
1: uh, you know we are.
2: Yeah. You know we all are,
4: buddies. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: A full Markham is uh, it's pretty tough. You gotta wear sunglasses.
0: for that. The show. Goliad Showcase, uh, I have been informed that there will also be surprises, merchandise, and other things. Uh... Also, I feel like I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't say that this podcast is partly sponsored by Miller Lite.
1: This is one of the tastiest Miller Lights I've ever
0: My God, this Miller Lite that I'm drinking right now, it really hit the spot. This is,
1: I think, like a a 2.0 mark. I'm... Middle Light. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
4: Mine really had great taste.
1: Yeah,
0: But mine had less filling.
4: Mine had great taste. But
0: mine had less filling. Mine had
4: really great taste. So,
0: if you grew up in the 80s, you'll understand that bit. The only thing I'm looking forward to... If you grew up
1: in the 80s, this is the worst podcast episode. I know, right, yeah. (laughs) Like, oh Never God, sure was old. Gen Daniel X Mark motherfuckers talking
0: about bullshit. Yeah, the millennials uh, uh, really hate Gen
6: Xers as much as I do. I don't. Think
0: they oh yeah, you no, know, I work with millennials and they are not impressed with people from uh, 38 to 51. Not impressed. Not impressed. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing
4: math. How old am I?
0: So we're here with the squad, the Goliad Media Squad, <laughs> Squad, the Squad. Uh, let's see, we've talked, to, hey, I want to, uh, before we sort of start wrapping this up, we're moving towards a conclusion here, dear listeners, but I'd like to know where the name came from.
1: Huh. The
0: name, um, it doesn't mean anything, first of all, uh, we
1: didn't want it to, but we went a- hey, about, hey, if you're a Texan, Gully yeah, no hold shit. on, Back go ahead, to- oh, uh, oh. the name doesn't mean anything attached to the company. Of course we know about, you know, the history of Goliad, Texas, and everything else. But so what
2: happened was, we just made it up. I love that. I love that we're going to gloss
0: over that and be like, listeners, you clearly know the history of Goliad, Texas. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Clearly. Yeah, I'm going to waste your Wikipedia time. Yeah, right, right. Uh, No, we tried out about 20 different names because we were trying to find something that didn't uh, evoke anything in in particular other than MD Texans. Would you
0: mind telling us a couple of the failed names?
1: (sighs) Um... I can tell you one that we came close on, but we ultimately decided it was marketing trash. Uh-huh. And it was the name Wanosa, but it was spelled O-A-N-O-S-A. Oh, that's get. a disaster. And like, yeah, and we're in Texas, so
2: God, that's people a disaster. would not be able to but pronounce it. that. Wunusa. Yeah, it would
1: have looked like O-A-N-O-S-A. Yeah. The Oneaters. Yeah. The thing about it was it looked really great on paper, and we were drawing up logos. like, yeah, this looks kind of creepy, and you know, this, this is haunting, or whatever. And then we were saying right. it to each other back and forth, like, no, nah, this isn't going to work. it going be terrible. But so, I love
0: well, the 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 fact that you guys were really digging into deep Texas shit. Yeah,
1: yeah, we yeah. Were. You know? and and so uh, Cody actually, or, sorry, Cody, Cody was involved. Chris suggested it. He uh, <laughs> he's like, hey, you know, there's this town, I don't know this history of it. You know, here we go. Has a very nice round Texan sound to it, and so that's that's we appropriated it. There it uh, is. You know, uh, with all of our love to the the citizens of current day. Uh, the old <laughs> guy, thanks for the name. It was about <laughs> what like six
0: hundred of them.
1: I think six twenty. Yeah.
0: Um, okay, good. You answered that question. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We're out. (laughs) Uh, So we've, we've got, we've gone in depth about how this started, why this started, what the idea behind it is. Uh, let's spend a couple of minutes before we get out of here with the artists that are, you know, Goliath is nothing without the artists. Uh, so Christy. We were discussing uh, out back while uh, we were smoking a lot of crack well, uh, that's what I like. during the break yeah. while Will Johnson was playing. Um, you were discussing that uh, you have some freedom here with Goliad. Yeah, can you speak to that?
3: Well, I I found it nice when I asked them like what they wanted me to do. They said just do what you do, which yeah. usually like you know if you get invited to do something at a gallery, they usually have like. Perimeters of what they want you to do and how they want it to look or whatever and I was given all the freedom that I wanted like I I chose where I wanted to go and I went there and I got to shoot the images that I wanted and I Just turned in my image like Darren wasn't like or you know, oh can you we don't want this one Can you do this one instead? Like they just took everything that I did which was nice Did you
0: when you were uh, setting up your trip to go take those shots? I know it was like it was a jaunt you went on a You went on a motherfucking jaunt. We did uh uh did did the fact that you were doing it for Goliad inform your shooting, or were you still just like, "I'm straight Christian here
3: Well no, I mean, I'd been wanting to go to West Texas for a really, really long time mm-hmm. and shoot the town that I went to. I just didn't have the time or the like the ideas to, like go there. Mm-hmm. and then when they asked me and like I knew what their company was about, I was like, this was perfect. Like I can go do this idea that I've thought about for a couple of years yeah. and it just, it all kind of fell together. It was kind of nice. So,
0: Cody, with you, um, so you've got this new album, and you were recording this album before you knew about Goliad. You were just making this record, right? Right. The record is called Minding Days. Right. Um, with, with, what, what does Minding Days mean? Because um, is... we talk about Goliad's aesthetic of empty space, and we talk about Goliad's aesthetic of, uh, you know, There is a definite Texas thing here. Um, uh, Your album's called Mining Days, and I know you, and I have a feeling that Mining Days is a, a, it feels like, that sounds like Texas to me.
4: What is Minding Days? How does this... Um, I'm going to really get the party going here. Sweet. Uh, My dad died a few years ago, and right after he did, I went to my guitar and spent about a year writing, and... It was all about my dad, I think, kind of obviously.
0: Sweet, sweet David Jackson.
4: And then I was reading up on stuff, and uh, we were all Catholics. And there's a thing called the month's mind, which is the month after somebody dies. It's uh, all about reflection on them. And it has a lot of drinking involved. Catholic, again. And then there was a phrase in one of the things I read called Minding Days, which was ceremonial drinking for the dead, and since pretty much the whole album was, you know, written out of my grief and stuff, uh, yeah, it made sense to call the album that. Yeah, and then, uh, so yeah, I'd spent uh, about a year and a half recording this, and I was getting to the final stages. Who were
0: you working with? You were out at the Echo Lab.
4: Echo Lab with uh, Justin Collins was uh, engineering. Tex uh-huh. Bosley laid down the the drum tracks with me on it.
0: Who else is in your band right now?
4: Uh, in my live band it's Corey Ward and Tex Bosley and Kirk Lowe is mm-hmm. my lead guitar player. And train of thought is something about the, the record. Tracks. Something about the record. Um,
0: well, Cody's actually gonna play a song for us here, Off of Minding Dance, right? No. This
4: is a never this is an unreleased song. This is a never you can find minding days all over the internet right now. Yeah,
0: where can where can our listeners find minding days?
4: On the internet. Goliadmedia.net is a good place to start.
0: Goliadmedia. Oh, and look at this. Look at the professional operation that I run for 35, where for the first time in an hour, we've mentioned the website. <laughs> <laughs> Goliadmedia.net. Yeah, and if you can't Wait. be bothered,
1: then uh, Amazon.com is a cool okay. new uh, website. Kids are checking that out. Uh, iTunes
0: iTunes, yeah. iTunes from the uh, the the, uh, the Apple. The apples. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. This uh, so what goli goliadmedia.com is taken. Uh, mm.
1: You know, uh, net is just a little bit hipper.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Which now, hey, look, look at me like it's a yeah.
1: joke, But if you actually
4: talk to some developers, ask somebody about the difference between .dot com .dot and net. And see, see what kind of answer you get. Don't was, make me. Don't that. make me
0: talk to developers, oh.
4: please. Yeah. Uh, Homestar, it's dot com.
0: Homestarrunner.com, <laughs> yeah. it's dot net. It's dot com. We just lost everybody under the age of 32. Yeah. Right now. yeah. But if they've hung in this song, maybe they'll hang in. Jackson, do you want to play a song for us? Yeah, sure. Okay, so this is a first for Project 35. Uh, we're here at uh, Mockingbird Sound Recording Studio in Denton, Texas. Uh, tonight's podcast is... Uh, Sponsored and facilitated by Mockingbird Sound Recording Studio out of Denton, Texas. Our friend Kelly Upshaw is uh, producing and engineering this entire podcast. He'll be responsible for the sound you're about to hear from Cody's face hole and guitar hole. If you need more information uh, about Mockingbird Sound, visit (coughs) MockingbirdSound.com. It's I know, we should, we, should, <laughs> we should talk to Kelly about switching his website over to .NET, apparently. <laughs> it's a tip. Kelly, Kelly's working uh, very closely with us uh, on this podcast. He did the hip-hop uh, roundtable that you might have heard a couple of weeks ago, and he'll be working with us in the future. Kelly is now about to transmit live, on tape, internet
4: tape, to your brain, a song from Cody Jackson. Cody, what are we going to hear? Uh, this is a song that I wrote when I was hanging out with my sisters, and if you've never met them and you haven't, they're awesome. I've Uh, met your sisters. You have, and they, uh, they came up to drink at my house for one sister's birthday, and the other sister told a story about how she borrowed a pickup truck, and then she brought it back, and it may have had a little dent in it, (laughs) and somebody got upset about it. And it was a whole story. It was like an hour long from her. And when she was done, I was like, that's a song.
0: You're like, I'm going to write an hour-long song that <laughs> no, I'm about I, to play on the podcast. An, it was an
4: hour-long story. Uh-huh. I'm, and I'm going to turn it into a song that's no more than three minutes. Because that's the uh You do line. have a hard and fast rule about
0: three minutes. No. And the only thing you hate uh, about three-minute songs is that they're not two minutes and 30 seconds. I know this about you because you've played two, music for years. I think 240 is like the... That's the spot.
4: That's like Red House, you know? It's, it's
0: so if very... you'll take out your phones and start your
4: timer, let's see how long. <laughs> Listen, what is it called? This song is called Don't You Ever Say Shit About the Dent I Put in Your Pickup. Okay. All right, here we go. Here it is. This is uh, Cody Jackson
0: on Project 35, our first live performer. Thank you, Jackson.
4: Thank you, Scott.
0: No, thank you. No, thank you. Let's just both thank Christy and then you play your song. Thank you, Christy. Can we thank Chris? (laughs) Chris, thank you. Hey, you're welcome. And Mike over there in the corner. (laughs)
3: Uh,
0: Darren Darren, 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 Darren Bradley. Bradley. Uh, This is Cody Jackson uh, playing a song for you. Well, don't you ever say shit
6: about the dent I put in your pickup. And I'll never say die or try to deny yeah, I'm a fucker Yeah, I'm a fucker But you still love me We'll try to reach From insults and shame and talking down to me like mud in the rain. I try to be quick, I try to be smart, I find it all so incredibly hard, cause I'm a fucker. Don't you ever say shit about the dent I put in your pickup. And I'll never say die or try to deny I'm a fucker. Yeah, I'm a fucker. Try to remain faithful. About the dent I put in your pickup (laughs) And I'll never say die Or try to deny
0: Jackson. You're a fraud and a liar that song was four minutes long, you piece of shit.
2: We're going to have to edit out the. Uh, hey, wait. The cut it out, solo. Kelly. Cut it out. <laughs> that's because I put in the extended whistle for you. Oh, well, thank you. We'll have to cut out about Otherwise, five minutes. Otherwise, it only okay. three Hey, and I feel
0: like I whistled pretty well for having you never really whistled go. with you. I'm glad oh, I put that's, in. That was good. That was <laughs> good. See, you're, you're truly and an artist. Your phone may be wrong. <laughs> yeah. I started the there are rules I started the in video. songwriting.
6: A sound. No, Chrissy. I not
0: them. Chrissy timed the song. Uh, Mr. Two Minutes and 40 Seconds went four minutes for your listening pleasure. That phone
4: said 356. Okay, yeah, no, that's not my four. That's my mistake. Because four is a big no no.
0: Well, we're here at Mockingbird Sound wrapping up the Project 35 podcast. Uh, 35 is happening, of course. Uh, one more time, I will tell you March 11th, 13th. But I guess if you're listening to this, you know that, right? Right. Probably, yeah. Right. And let's be honest; it's just our parents. And you're fifty-two. Uh, uh, you love the the Goliad Showcase is, of course, Friday, March eleventh at dance five thirty. Uh, handsome young Cody Jackson will be playing that. Uh, if he doesn't invite me up to whistle, I wouldn't encourage you to go.
4: You know what? You can come up and whistle.
0: I'll come up and listen. But it's going to oh, be well.
4: right behind smoking Hot Lead Guitar from Kirk Lowe. So. Okay, that's fine, that's fine, that's good. You're going to have to harmonize. Uh,
0: remember, at, uh, if you, if you I know you fuckers love your fucking Denton shirts, brought to you by Pan... Yeah, look, uh, uh, Chrissy's wearing the the really good Midway March shirt right now. Pan Actor, uh, Denton's greatest screen printers will... Uh, screen... Swim uh, t oh. shirt... Shirtiers. Shirtiers. Yeah. Shirt makers. <laughs> nice. Yes, no, Denton's finest shirtiers. Pan Actor. Uh with word. My Buddy Good Time Michael Little and his crew, the Denton's finest shirtiers, Pan Actor, will be at the show doing here. a one-time only Goliad slash 35 slash pan actor shirt. So be sure to get a part of that action. Again, we've got Chris Welch's new band playing, Cody Jackson playing. Scott Danbaum, Will Fucking Johnson, R2B2, and Daniel Markham, my sweet sweet boyfriend, Daniel Markham, who is uh, he's the coolest guy in the world. Uh, They'll all be playing that day. Um, Remember surprises, possibly authors and merchandise that will also be there. Um, uh, Well, I mean, what what have we left out, Goliad?
1: Uh, I think you're prepared time, you know the place, you know who's going to be there, um, you know how to find us if you have questions.
0: Um, Goliadmedia.net. Exactly. Net. Yeah. Net. And you guys are on uh, the, uh, the Facebook?
1: We're on Facebook. Are you on the
0: Twitter? We're on the Twitter. Are on the Twitter? Yeah. And, uh, okay, so Goliadmedia.net. Christy, uh, do you have a website? Where can people find your I shit? actually
3: have a, my Facebook page is Christy LaViolette on Facebook, and I'm on Twitter as um, at Garage Doll Baby.
0: Garage doll baby. Yeah. It's pretty good.
3: I get high in the garage a lot, so. It's pretty good. It's my thing. And, uh, uh, I mean, my company website is mrmagicproductions.com.
0: Okay, there it is. And Jackson, where can people find your shit? Again, that's a (laughs) Goliad. Goliad, Goliad.net. Oh, you don't have, have, like, a website. I don't
4: have internet. I don't.
0: Cody is a (laughs) rugged individualist who is... Probably supposed to be living in a cabin in Montana. Instead, he's here with us in Mockingbird Sound, uh, brought to you by Kelly Upshaw. And, uh, well, okay, there you go. Interwebs. net slash Cody Jackson doesn't do internet dot com.
4: They're going to prefer interwebs.
0: Interwebs.
3: Of course you do. I don't get tangled <laughs> in get into the into interwebs.
4: interwebs.
0: People of Earth, I thank you for listening to another episode of Project 35. We'll be back next time with more artists more contributors to the scene and more people doing things be sure to check uh, I, I actually I've never tried to do this before just Google 35 Tenton and uh, maybe there's a podcast good bing, night Bing it Bing that shit Bing that shit good night